0: Hey there, Trail Show listener. A word of warning. You are getting ready to listen to one of our first three shows, and well, they sucked. The audio quality was bad, the sound effects were bad, and frankly, these three shows are not representative of what we do here at the Trail Show. So do yourself a favor and skip right on up to show four. You can always come back to shows one through three later if you really want to, but even then, we would not recommend it. So go ahead and hit stop, it bounce up to show four. You'll be glad you did. Seriously, press stop, and go to show four immediately. I'm gonna hop in here. All right, it's so hot. Do you guys hear somebody at the door? I think so. Dilo, is that someone at your door?
1: Yeah, I, I guess.
0: Oh, Dilo did something happen between the last trail show
1: and this one? Yeah. What's that? We got we got a new guy in the house. Do a, tell. Renter or? What? Yeah,
0: is somebody renting a room. What do we got?
1: You know, I'd like to charge him rent. I'd actually like to put him to work too. But what? he's only like six weeks old.
0: What's that noise, man?
1: That would be Leo
2: or Weleo as some of us call him nah, already dude,
3: we're Yeah, going, we, no.
0: Leo. You, we, we Leo. not Yeah <laughs> Weleo Weleo we Weleo Weleo No
3: It's his trail name
1: Maybe we'll have to see his name Would you prefer name? that
3: we call him Leo Grunthal?
1: No, we're, his name is Leo DiLorenzo. Lorenzo. His middle um, name is Grunthal. His full name is Leo Grunthal DiLorenzo. Lorenzo. He was born Go ahead. On June 27th. Yeah? At like 6.27 p.m. A bouncing baby boy. Or maybe it was 6.57. Yeah? Yep. Seven pounds, seven ounces. Wow. Yep, he's up to 11 pounds six weeks later. Dang. Seven wow. Weeks
3: later. Taken off for his dad. Yep. Yep. yep.
0: Too
2: much... Uh, <laughs> Too think... much milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear your dad, uh, d had a heartwarming story about his uncle named Leo.
1: Yeah, I think his uncle named Leo was an alcoholic. What? And he didn't really want us to name our child Leo because it reminded him of his uncle Leo, who was like a drunk. Wow. Yeah, but our son's not going to be like that. No. At least not for like 15 years. He won't exactly. be an
0: alcoholic hiker, right?
1: Not until he's at least 15, I figure. 15? Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, my That's hope, it. my hope for Leo, is that his first words don't go, you know, something like this.
1: Rosify.
0: Let's start the freaking show.
1: It's the Trail Show featuring Lawton Disco Grinter, Felicia Pod Hermosillo, Mike Dilo Di Lorenzo, Paul Max Magnanti, and now from Dilo's basement, it's the Trail Show.
0: Good afternoon and welcome to the August episode of the Trail Show. I'm your host Lawton Disco Grinter, and I'm here with Felicia Pod Hermosillo, Mike Dilo Di Lorenzo, and Paul Max Magnanti. We have joined forces to fill the hiking void in your podcast library. Special thanks to all of our listeners and folks downloading the podcast on iTunes. We've now had over 2,500 downloads of our first two episodes, and we can't thank all of you enough for helping us spread the word about the trail show. We're well on our way to hitting 10,000 downloads by year's end. You heard me right, folks. 10,000 downloads.
1: Disco, that's incredible. Woo, woo,
0: woo. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or visit thetrailshow.com and click the Subscribe to iTunes button. Today's show is sponsored by the Trail Show Facebook page.
1: Wait a minute.
0: That's right. Head on over to facebook.com slash thetrailshow and hit the Like button and leave us some feedback or comments on today's content. I'd also like to give a quick shout-out once again to Joanne Carvin, uh, she did the animation for the Trail Show logo. You can find her cartoons and animation at bootsmcfarland.com. It's B-O-O-T-S-M-C-F-A-R-L-A-N-D.com. All right. We're back. It's been a while, guys. A lot's been going on. A lot's been going on since last we met. d became a father. We spent a month in Europe. Mags went back to uh, the winds what mags went to the winds and he went back to his favorite store down in southern denver uh oh uh, no don't no? say it okay maybe <laughs> you, you, not
2: you didn't no i didn't go to that place
0: he's lying <laughs> <laughs> anyway on today's show we'll be covering uh, we've got a whole lot to cover actually since we didn't um get to record an episode in july um uh, a lot to talk about today Dilo's a father. What could possibly go wrong?
1: Nothing. Nothing we, will go
0: wrong. We, we took a trip across the pond. That would be P.O.D. and I to hike the GR11 in Spain, and we'll be doing a full review of the GR11 and Trail of the Month. We also want to give you a quick update on Colorado Trail Section 12 and the magnificent work that was done there. Um, Mags will be doing a book review of the Pacific Crest Trailside Reader, California. Um, that's coming up on the show a little later. We've got our trail show embedded reporter, Scott Harriet. He'll be bringing us up to speed on his ATX points once again. And I'd like, hopefully, if we've got time, to get into a brief discussion of something I call half services.
3: Medios servicios.
0: In Espanol.
3: Or medios servicios.
0: In? Espana. España. España. Espanol. What do you guys have to talk about today? What, I mean, I just hit the tip of the iceberg. What do you guys
2: have? Well, I mean, we're going to do news. I think Dilo has a section on trail work he'd like to talk I
1: about. Do. I do. You know, I've been doing a lot of trail work this summer. And I, I've been assisting him with yeah. on occasion.
0: I've been, I've been really In getting... In your backyard? Yeah. That trail work? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, we I, use
2: Pulaski's, we use McLeod's, we use rock ha- bars, rock we bars, use
1: sledgehammers. I mean, I've been doing a lot of digging, concrete removal, planting, really good stuff, man, really good stuff. It keeps you grounded.
2: You know where we learn these valuable skills in part? From doing trail work.
1: Yeah, and it's really interesting because when you do trail work in your backyard, I hate to say this all my trail advocates out there, but it's a hell of a lot of rewarding yeah. working on an actual trail. I found myself to have a lot more energy when I'm hacking up my land rather than when I'm hacking up a trail.
0: Okay. Wow. It's interesting.
1: It's interesting. Yeah. You're I, selfish. Well, well, hold on. It's, hold on. It, well, Before, I found it like it is. Wait, wait, wait. like it is.
0: We're just setting the table, man. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's yeah. hold tight on giving us the whole show. No, spiel. it is selfish. I agree with that. But. So, what, else? It what is else? What else? What else? POD, what do you have this week? I
3: have a confession.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Really? Yep. But that's going to be. Wait, wait. Revealed
1: later. Were you born, raised by llamas?
3: No, that would be pretty cool, but no.
1: Okay. Because <laughs> that's kind of what I always thought.
3: Why?
1: I don't know. Just something about you and llamas just seemed like. I like, like llamas. Ra- I like that fish song. By them. Yeah.
0: Yep. Llama to boot to boot. Yep. Leave it on press, press, press. Llama to boot. Yeah. Don't That's know good, it. Don't, don't care. Come on, get into don't it. Don't want to know it. I, I'm not familiar with that either. Unfortunately, we pl- we can't play it because we don't have the budget to play. Good the trail songs.
1: work, man. Trail work in my backyard. Trail work. Get into it. Good stuff. So,
0: trail work here in South Boulder. Sweet. Anything else? Are we are we ready to? Uh, to dive in. I think so. Well, we always start this show with Mike DiLorenzo's Beer of the Week. And today it's actually not going to be Mike DiLorenzo's Beer of the Week. It's going to be P.O.D. and Disco's Beer of the Month. Since we went to Spain, we decided we're going to feature feature a couple of Spanish beers this evening and and I'm not talking about Mexican beers I'm talking about Spanish beers people um and normally I'll just say about the beer of the week segment we like to to cover Colorado microbrews like brews local to our area but since it's going to be a a, a GR11 focused um episode we bought a couple of um of beers it's actually the the two beers we came across the most while in Spain we got San Miguel, which is a a Pilsner, and actually a Filipino beer, but for some reason it's super popular in Spain. And also, P.O.D., what's the other beer?
3: Estrella.
0: I never pronounce it right. Estrella Dam. And it's actually the Estrella Dam Brewery. And the specific beer we've got tonight is the Lager. And that's the one that was everywhere, available everywhere, on tap, in bottles, in cans, you name it. At the Barcelona airport.
3: Yeah. And actually, they make this thing that they call Claras, and then I can't remember what they're oh, called yes. in Germany. But anyway, it's a mixture. It's half lemonade, half beer. Yes. And, and actually, it's the really Estrella good. version is, they said that it's three parts beer, two parts lemonade. The German version, I think, is maybe four parts beer, two parts lemonade. And I preferred the German version because it wasn't as sweet.
0: Yeah. So anyway, we'll be drinking those throughout the show, and we'll... We'll uh, come back later with a little feedback on um, on how they are. Actually, we've already had a few. We got started a little bit late this evening. Dilo's house almost exploded.
1: No, it, it didn't almost explode. We had a plumbing situation. <laughs>
0: That's a good way to put it. Yeah.
1: A plumbing it, situation which resulted in some drywall removal. <laughs> And some – no, none of that. Drywall removal, uh, you, pipe pl- soldering. You said plumbing
0: situation. I, plumbing situation, I, okay.
1: drywall remover, pipe soldering, mm-hmm. rem, uh, repositioning of washers and dryers. Yeah? Yeah. Good stuff. It Good was stuff. fun. Yeah. We sent the plumber home with uh, a couple slices of pizza. <laughs> And uh, tried to give him some beers, but he had too far to drive.
0: He wouldn't take it. it.
1: Responsible guy. Had too far to drive. He had yeah. a 50-mile drive. <sighs> what? That's right. Was he living in Parker? He, he, uh, no, he lived just south of Ikea. Oh, oh no.
3: You know,
2: I, Ikea is the evil Swedish place. I, I'm still ticked. We spent more time in Ikea than I did in Roman ruins outside of Zantan, Germany. No, no. That, is, that is the truth.
1: Sacrilege, man. Just I, a cultural schmear. You, you know
2: how much I love history. And I had to run around the Roman ruins towards sunset. We spent more time looking at cheesy Swedish furniture.
3: Okay, well, this will make you angry. Can you hear me? I feel like my microphone's is quiet.
0: Um, anyway. Can you guys hear? I, I can hear. I hear we I hear we
3: saw a lot of Ikea stuff in Europe. Yeah. And um, we talked about how we should go to the Ikea store because they'll look at stuff. But the truth, you're gonna, you're gonna hate this. Um, Disco's pretty much gonna have to drag me and convince me to go to the IKEA store.
2: Oh, the place is evil. <laughs> and as you, you know, I'm marrying a European, and it's like the oh, Holy man. Land.
0: It's in in what we saw in our, our last month in Europe is that people in Europe are into it. Like, yeah. But apparently, in Germany, our friend told us it's kind of got a reputation that like. There, there, there's the people that have embraced Ikea and like thrown it all up in their house then there's other people that will not touch it they don't want to be the Ikea people whatever that means well, I don't know well there's some I've never...
3: issues with their labor practices
0: ah uh, yeah those Swedes
2: Evil. Yeah. They
3: have <laughs> They're us. running sweatshops over yeah, there, man. I they think, do. I think. States... Like,
2: much like this rumor in tonight. Oh my <laughs> the god. The United
1: States analogy would be you don't want your house to look like a Home Depot house, right? Dilo, what? Not quite. Co- the USA quite. analogy. What? So.
0: What would it cost for us to get some AC in the basement studio?
1: I-, I told you, man. We could open like windows and doors and turn on fans. But, but... you
0: got all kind of riffraff outside. You, you got rabble no. rousers and, you and no, people we need carousing. To sit in
1: this little room when you're seller. In a hot night and sweat it out, man. We? So let's just get this I going. I don't here. remember it being yeah, so we hot can do last time. Well, that's because it wasn't, you know, it was like a month and a half ago. It wasn't this hot. All right, man.
0: let's keep okay. going. All right. Move? Moving along. Moving along. So. Uh,
3: can we open the crawl
1: space? Yeah, let door? the people out of the crawl space. Yeah, what, where are these no, people? Nah. Mags.
0: Um, what should we get into first, guys?
1: Well, didn't some of us do some reading uh, in, in preparation for the show? Some homework, if you will.
0: Max, I, I think we all did,
2: but yeah, you know. But I guess I'll take point in this. It was cool. a Pacific Crest Trailside Reader. Um, has anyone ever read the Appalachian Trail Reader back in '97? That was Colin Fletcher, right? No, no, no. Uh, it was it was an anthology. One of my absolute favorite um, AT books. It was a collection of short stories, oh, no, poems no, no, no. by Thoreau, natural history, hmm. etc. Uh, Pacific Crest Trailside Reader is very, very similar, except, of course, about the Pacific Crest Trail. And it was published in
0: 2011. Yeah. And, but, and who were the editors on it? Well, the
2: editors uh, – it's a two volumes, by the way. There's the California section right. and the uh, Oregon and Washington sections. And the editors are Reese Hughes and Corey Lewis. It's roughly $14 each from Amazon. But it's a very similar format to Appalachian Trail Reader from '97. Um, a lot of more stories from Through Hikers, some from, from Trail Angels. Some natural history, some old-school mountaineering history, which I really loved, uh, et cetera. Overall, I enjoyed the book. This is going to sound weird, but I thought there were a touch too many thru-hiker stories. Oh, really? I Believe it or not, I actually wish, and this may be more my bias, which is more history-type stories from days before, maybe
0: some more natural history. But overall, I really enjoyed the book. Some music history? I know nothing about music trivia. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, actually it's it's funny like we were in Spain and I was like there's no way I'm going to have time to read this book. It's 320 pages long roughly and and anyway, I actually started reading it and I couldn't I, di- I didn't want to put it down. I actually stopped reading it about halfway through ju- because I I liked it so much that I didn't want to read the whole damn thing in one shot. And and so I've actually I've only read half the book um and I, I'm a huge fan of the short story format. Short stories from different authors, so the pace changes frequently. Um, it keeps you engaged. It, it keeps you involved. And I I found the, the stories pretty interesting. And I thought it was kind of unique that he was actually able to um, take some stories from some some folks that had written, like, years ago. Like, there's a story in there from Muir, if, if I remember correctly. From who, please? From John Muir. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, so, so there's stories in there that are as current as a couple of years ago, all the way back to, you know, stories that are, might be 100 years old. Were there so. some of
1: those stories that you recall that you liked in particular?
0: Um, well, th- there was an interesting story about a guy that was hiking the, the PCT southbound in 1980, and it was about his last two days on the trail. Oh, yep, he, that was he, a good yeah, look, that the six good. moons. Yeah, it, and he talks about waist deep water. And I'm thinking, Southern California, where the heck is that? <laughs> and he was southbounding. And he was southbounding. It was middle of November, and he was a, a pretty much a complete wreck, just in tears, like emotional wreck by the time he finished. But he, he made it to the border. And
2: did you read he became an astronaut later?
0: No, little, no, no, no. A little
2: introduction to that story. They give a brief bio. Yeah. And I forget the gentleman's name, but he became
0: an astronaut. And, and it actually, it's good you brought up the introductions. I thought it was really cool. Each short story has an introduction from the editors, and it kind of it kind of sets us the the stage for the whole story and and um that it's kind of neat that you've got that consistency throughout the entire
3: book. I yeah, mean you've I got actually many I, different writers I thought but, the intros were were clutch because I think there's some um a challenge in having so many different writers in one book. yeah, it kind of feels like the story goes a lot of different directions. But um, having that intro really helped keep – it, it allowed for different stories while maintaining the kind of author's voice. And um, I think I'll just go ahead and put my uh, – r- unveil my confession You're- Oh. at this point because it has to do with that book.
1: You were raised by llamas.
3: <laughs> I was raised by llamas and – um, I knew it. So I you actually – first. I actually only read about three stories – in the book. Mainly, mainly because Disco was hogging it. so I know. That's, That's how good it is. Yeah. That's we, we only have one copy but, um, two of us. I was reading it on the airplane. Did and you, did you print it out? Uh, and, uh, anyway. iPad. Okay. I was reading it on the airplane, and honestly, it made me really depressed. What? I literally wanted to open the exit hatch and jump out because <laughs> I felt like, you know, you're reading these stories about the PCT, and then you start thinking to yourself, like, hmm, I'm in grad school, and I'm working full-time, and I'm so busy, and like, what am I doing? Like, Yeah. What, why did I choose this path? Like, it used to be so good, you know? And um, I, I honestly, like, want to read the rest of the book, but I'm going to have to read it in short sections, because otherwise I'll get too depressed. <laughs> and I'll, like, just walk out on our lives. No! You know? Only, and, only and, if you take me with you. And so... My confession is that it really made me question whether or not I want to have kids.
2: Wow. That was part of the pre-show we had in yeah, the kitchen. Yeah. Wow. Nags and
3: I had a heart-to-heart in the kitchen. You know, I just, uh, I tried to explain this to my mom the other day. I was like, you know, it's hard when you wait this long. It's harder to have kids because you feel like you have to give up a lot more yeah. freedom and all that kind of stuff. and uh, not you know, not to diss on you guys. You just had a kid, and you guys seem like really happy and everything. But I just, it made me be like,
0: uh, yeah. I mean, he's still doing Mike DeLorenzo's beer of the week. It's he's true. A kid.
3: I just started to feel like, no, I need to have like ten more summers where I'm doing this and that and the other thing. And then this morning I was running and I was like, but I've had so many summers that yeah. most parents don't get to have before they have kids, but somehow it doesn't feel like enough.
0: Ruined for life.
3: I know. Really. Ruined for life. It's true.
0: Triple crowner. Ruined for I life. Know. There, there should be a subtitle to triple crowner. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah.
3: And all of
2: us really are ruined for life. In some ways, we're all roughly are getting near yeah. 40. Yeah. And we've had some wonderful experiences, and it's kind of set a high water mark. Yeah. At, at least that's how I feel in some ways. Yeah. And I'm very happy with my life in some ways. I mean, we're we're going to the Indian Peaks. Well, there's all three of us, right, Disco? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, we have to take a little – the trail show is going to take a little uh, hey, extracurricular uh, You see this beauty? You see what's going this, on yeah. this weekend no, here? What
3: I would like to know is how come the trail show is going but I'm not going? Oh, because you're going to Michigan. I know that, but 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 you're like, yeah, the trail show is going.
2: But you're always welcome.
3: You'll there in spirit. You but, and your llamas. Gone but not
2: forgotten. But, I mean, being this is what we get to do on a weekend. Pretty We're near the continental divide, and yeah. we get to backpack. And, yeah. But is it the same as say spending four months no, hiking the continent? Of course it's not. No, not at all. No. But on the other hand, is it a lifestyle we can continue in
1: perpetuity? I mean, is <laughs> how that... do you how do you say that word? Because I tried to say that tonight and I got corrected. I said it wrong. Perpetuity. Perpetuity.
2: Yeah. Is perpetuity. That... No. 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 no, no. Perpet- is it like kilometer? Kilometer. Yeah. There's... Is it? Is it like kilometer, kilometer? I don't know. I'm asking.
1: No, I don't. I don't no. think so. I think, I think there's the a the right way, way and a wrong way, and I think I was saying it the wrong way. Oh. Because I, I was raised by llamas, too. And they pronounced s- I thought perpetuity. You, I thought you looked the llamas, familiar. The llamas that raised me would say perpetuity wrong. They didn't.
2: So you need to spit more if you're raised by llamas, though. So. <laughs> oh, I
0: think
1: some folks just
2: hey, got a little... Back
1: to the Pacific oh, Trail. Oh, yeah. Anyway. anyway. So we just took
2: a, a, a blue blaze for your <laughs> AT people.
1: Three, I, I thought there are three great stories that stuck out in my mind. I really liked the Deep Creek Paradise where
3: oh yeah where i
1: what i took away from that little story was just how to go with the flow at a crowded trail side locale and just chill out deep creek for those who don't know who haven't been there is a magnificent hot springs in southern california it's a hippie dip Uh, it's a hippie dip it's filled with some southern california like far out hippies yeah like seriously that aren't wearing clothes most of them are naked yeah doing drugs stone little kids everywhere it's you know the thru hikers roll all in there they're all uptight about oh i thought this would be like nobody here it's a tuesday yeah. but there's a lot of people there there is always a lot of people there you've got to go with the flow
0: and, th- and there's an interesting dynamic too because i found that like a lot of the thru hikers that finally get there it, it's it's cu- it's right past big bear so it's a couple hundred miles into the trail they've been hiking with you know certain people and then all of a sudden here comes this opportunity where Everyone there is pretty much naked, but those people aren't PCT thru hikers. And then all of a sudden, you're you're presented with this question: Well, should I take my clothes off in front of all these people I've been hiking with and have just met? You know, m- many of which I have just met. And then it, I don't know. It kind of creates this weird dynamic. But it's like Pod says. All right, let me see it. All right, go with it.
3: There are only two types of people in this world: nudes and prudes.
1: Ooh, <sighs> yeah. So. Did the llamas teach
3: you that? Oh, yeah. Wow. They're so, all nudes, man. That's coo- great. Right. The cool right. thing that
0: happened to me there in 04 is that uh, there's like 30 naked people there. And then all of a sudden, two Forest Service employees walk up in full uniform. And so I'm thinking, like, what, what's the deal? Like, are they going to drop the hammer? And they were like, nope. They just walked up. Hey, how's everybody doing? There's some rattlesnakes on the trail up here. Just wanted to give you guys a heads up. And we'll be headed on our way. They didn't say a word about the nudity. They could care less. And, and I mean, literally everyone there was naked. And they just rolled on out. You know, (laughs) my story from that area, I met a person who swore up
2: and down. And he's probably just a little bit stone, go figure. That he snuck into Area 51
4: on sponges. What?
2: Yes, on sponges to avoid the sound emotion detectors. This is his actual story he's given us. Was he a thru-hiker? Or a no, he was the laid-back, hippie California. Uh, I bet he had
0: on a pro-cannabis shirt.
2: Well, so, everyone was naked, so no. <laughs> what,
1: what's, what's Area 51? In Nevada, where the
0: aliens supposedly oh, kept... is that
1: near Roswell?
0: Yes. No, yes. Roswell's in New Mexico. Roswell's in New Mexico. That's right, I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, right. Uh, New Mexico, my apologies. Come apologize. on, get your conspiracy theory straight,
2: guys. So area right.
1: 51 in Arizona... And where... he claimed
2: he sneaked in yep. by wearing sponges on his feet. Wow. And he, he's saying this not... In a jokey manner. Right. What would you say? You were just like, yeah, that sounds Uh, great. That's interesting. Yeah. Then a helicopter came in. To Deep Creek? Yeah, and buzzed, like just being funny. Actually buzzed. Was it uh, a government? Uh, It looked like the local county maybe. Oh, I see. You know, the local cops said, let's check out these naked hippies. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's on Forest Service land.
2: Pro- not... Probably, but they weren't yeah. doing. They couldn't really do anything, but they probably yeah. just wanted to have a little fun. Well, what, is they anybody... probably wanted to get an eyeful. Why, why
1: can't you be naked in the woods? That's legal, isn't it? Uh,
0: Apparently,
2: the Forest Service thought so.
1: Actually. Mags, do you do you have that
0: the story today about the, the A T hiker that got arrested nearly high gap in PA on hike
1: naked? I day. did not hear this one. Okay.
0: We'll save that for later. Ooh. Apparently Ooh. to answer your this question, is Trail
1: Bila, news. This yes. is trail news, so you have the trail news Mags. Well, actually, well I have
0: trail news, but not but not that, tra- that I'll trail try news. to pull up the story on the Wiffy a little later. But yeah, we I probably just, don't have time either. Yeah, we next probably time. don't. Maybe next time. We'll see. Oh we can do it quickly. Okay. And I think he was in his sixties, but we'll get in that later. Anyway. Sweet. So Pacific Crest Trailside Reader, I'm giving it a, an absolute thumbs up. I can't wait to finish it, and I can't wait to start the Oregon and Washington book, too. Yes. Yep.
3: I'm giving it a total thumbs up, and thanks for making me question my life <laughs> <laughs> thanks reese uh, uh, thank
2: you mr reese hughes and Corey lewis as we have a, a crisis of conscious here Disco's, on the Show. <laughs>
3: Disco's thanking you that i'm having second thoughts about kids
0: yeah i'm actually gonna be um sending you guys a little gift basket next week so uh some mint some, some yeah. nice fruit yeah maybe a little uh fruit so, cake. You maybe know. some dried figs maybe maybe yeah. dried figs maybe a, bo- a bottle of pickles Bottle? I I don't know. In a fruit basket? I'm just making up as I go, oh, I can't say that. Dila, what do you think? Thumbs up?
1: Thumbs up. Yeah, it was a great story. Uh, Lots of good stories in there. I really like the many faces of trail magic, the high odyssey, the Whitney Conquest. Those those are the couple that standouts in my mind. Did did you finish the whole thing? No, I made it, uh, I don't know, I made I made it halfway through. It's hard to tell. Yeah.
0: I'm a, I'm a, I just started. Um, I'm a couple stories into the Sierra section, so that's where I'm at right now. Oh, and, and I should. I guess we should mention um, he, the, the book is arranged uh, geographically a, as you would move up the PCT on a northbound through hike. So you start with stories at the Mexican border, and then you head north through California as the book progresses. And it it roughly
2: follows the um, Older Wilderness Press Pacific Crest Trail Guides. Ah, okay. You know, two sections, Oregon, Washington, California, and it's broken into segments.
0: Yep, that's right.
2: So I I enjoyed the book. As I said, um, maybe a little less stories from through hike. It's more about the community around the trail itself. But overall, I really enjoyed the book. And I would would gladly read Oregon and Washington. I think it would be a great um, addition to any collection of hiking material.
0: Cool. So if you, too, want to check out the book, head over to pcttrailsidereader.com or just uh, head over to amazon.com and type in Pacific Crest Trailside Reader in the the search bar. Um, All right. That's it for the book. Uh, Real quick, an update on Colorado Trail Section 12.
1: Where is Section 12?
0: Section 12 is right outside of Buena Vista. It's so, Collegiate Peaks Wilderness. And
1: why is Section 12 so important? So
0: if you folks remember, and I wish I could do like a, a playback from Episode 2, but anyway. Make a sec- baby sound. I know. Section to- Section uh, 12 had 300- 300. Come on, dude. I've got a sound effect for that. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. Uh, anyway, it had 300 to 400 blowdowns. And the Forest Service si- essentially deemed Section 12 impassable. And they said that they wouldn't be able to get any trail crews into Section 12 this year. So what to do? And it just so happens that PUD and I volunteer on that section of trail every other year with a friend of ours. And they sent out basically a plea for help. And uh, two of the folks in this room were actually able to go out and help volunteer and clear Section 12. And I must make a confession. I signed up for it. Another confession? like, What is is this, man? True
2: confession. I had to miss it.
0: But, no, uh,
2: but but I have a really good reason. Oh man, My, our very good friend Dilo, his son had his bris on That's that not day.
3: Good, ooh, well, and, and,
1: and talk about that. Oh. No, 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 it's a yeah, it's a religious celebration. That's it. That was okay. on Wednesday. You guys did trail work on the Wednesday, Fourth
2: of July. Oh, right, it was Fourth right, of July. Right, right. And, and he had it... a
1: bris on the
0: Fourth of July.
2: Come hey, man, on, man. Hey, man. It's it's
0: religious. Eight days it's
2: after religious. the son is born.
1: Yeah, man. It's it's
2: well, in the covenant. It, maybe it was patriotic.
1: That's but it. in any <laughs> case, snip snip.
2: Yeah, uh, snip snip. Yeah, snip snip <laughs> snip, snip. Some, take some one prayer. The country have a bagel. But it was some fantastic work, and the section is open.
0: Yeah, the section is open. It took three, essentially three separate trail days, and I was able to get out on the second one.
1: So, in case you guys are looking for some other trail work days, <laughs> yeah. I got one coming up this Friday. In your backyard? Yep. Uh, what what I could put you to work doing? I could put you to work digging trenches, and. <laughs> What digging a path? That's
0: right. Oh man, that I, digging. I, I got a
1: lot of digging. I, I, you guys want to do some I trail I nodded work? off while you were talking off? about you want that. Sweat it out, man. I got some work for you. We're already there's sweating there's it out. Digging. But. So digging.
0: So anyway, section twelve is open. Get out there and hike it and check out our great trail work. We literally cleared uh, three to four hundred trees, and and it was it was like uh, matchsticks across the trail out there. It was nuts. It was essentially a microburst that just knocked down. Um, you know, adult-sized trees, and just covered the trail. And it was and, all volunteer work. And it was all in wilderness areas. How many so, people were there? Um, I think if you count all the people that, that volunteered over all three days, you're looking at, like, anywhere from 50 to 70 people volunteered to help. And there's folks that went out outside of those volunteer days and did their own work. So separately. where
1: is Section 12 starts, where and ends, where?
0: Um, it's essentially – it's it's all outside of BV. It's the Harvard Lakes area. Right. Um, it goes through the Harvard Lakes Wilderness Area, or uh, Collegiate Peaks Wilderness Area, yeah. sorry. Yeah, and I, I can't tell you like like specifically, but it's Section 12. Go by the Colorado Trail Data Book and check it out. It, Where, you can only get there by a really rough Jeep road, so it's pretty isolated. Yeah, it, it was definitely isolated. But anyway, it's clear. It's ready to go. Get out there and hike it and check it out. and Get out
1: there and hike.
0: And check out uh, the Colorado Trail Foundation's website if you get a chance to. You can just Google it. I don't have it off the top uh, of my head.
2: ColoradoTrailFoundation.org. Oh, yeah, that's easy. Okay. They do some fantastic work on a really great trail.
0: P.O.D., you want to talk about half services before we get into the GR11? Sure. All right. What should we so, explain the concept the, first? The
3: concept is that when you're on trail, you often come to these situations where you get what, what Disco deemed – coined the phrase half services. So an example would be, yeah, there's showers but they're cold. Or they're, no hot water. there's a shower but the uh shower head is at your waist. <laughs> so you have to like forward yeah, yourself one. to to get, you know, underneath the shower or
2: so Gary Coleman
0: does okay, but uh, exactly.
3: yeah. okay. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other um, servicios that we had.
0: There's a wash, or how about this one? Well, there, there used to be six computers along that wall, right. but
3: someone got rid of
0: them. They're gone. Okay. Okay,
3: that's not helpful. So
0: this is Spanish efficiency at its finest.
3: Well, no. it's, it's it's all trails, really. But we just were talking about it while we uh, were
0: there. And I, and I don't want to mention any. First of all, let me just say, any any trail angels out there, or or hostels, or places that 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 do. Um, great things for thru-hikers. It's awesome. But I personally find it comical when I show up to a place and they're like, well, we got showers, but um, the hot water doesn't work. So it's like, okay. So you don't have Sweet. showers. So there's not really any and showers. Or or how about, um, um, yeah, it's time to do, do laundry, but um, uh, the washing machine. Right. It and and just for work, the record, so.
3: we're not complaining about services provided. It's just funny. It's how half service. It, it seems to work. It seems to happen a lot. And one example is that we were at a trail angel's house on the PCT, and we were going to take showers, and it was a really fine line between freeze and fry. Like,
0: oh, yeah. It's and like the
3: shower had, like, you just...
0: One sixteenth of an inch It's It was like,
3: frozen. Or then you go the other way, and you're, yeah. like, your skin is like, got blisters on it because it's scalded yeah and then the other interesting thing is that the the pilot light the you know the the pilot flame for the hot water heater would go out about every two minutes so every two minutes you had to jump out of the shower freezing cold and wet naked and there was a match there was a box of matches and you had to relight the pilot and then get back in the shower and then get out and it was just kind of like funny you do, you, know?
0: do you guys have any stories of half-services, or is it only us that have experienced half-services? Nothing? Crickets? You know, I,
2: I'm just such crickets. a dirt-bagger hiker.
0: Just, yeah. uh, whatever. You just avoid the showers. Exactly. Okay. I yeah. mean, on the walk you mentioned, you showed him my campsites. I mean, that about <laughs> says it all. Oh, by the way, in Spain, we came across a abandoned mattress <laughs> on the side of the road. And we were like, hey, Mag slept there, boy. Drinking a liter
2: of soda. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but no. Wow! Wow! Dilo,
1: you're in it, man. Uh, uh, okay. Wow! All right, Sorry. all right. Well, you know what? Apparently, Do you know why I have that on my phone?
0: Because you don't like the have services story.
1: No, because it it helps my child go to sleep.
0: Oh, is it the white noise app? Yeah, no. Oh,
1: it's crickets. just the crickets. Well, you wow! Got that you got that on the swing
0: up there for the boy there too, there boy.
1: It's the no, it's the white noise app. Is it? Yeah. That's
0: cool. You know, there's a. There's there's a, a story I could tell about the app, but I'll, I'll save it for later. All right. Actually. Let's keep inf- moving. Okay. okay. We'll, we'll keep along. moving. We'll Move along. So
3: I guess we're the only ones that experience the half services. If podcast.
0: you have stories of half services, head on over to facebook.com slash show and post a story on our wall. We'd love yeah. to. And we'll, we'll read re- it. Yeah, we'll read it on the but next please, show. But please,
3: if you're going to talk about an experience, please don't mention like trail angels yeah. names and stuff. Because we don't want to diss No,
0: you know, yeah, the
2: volunteers and the trail angels, people support the trail. They're they're wonderful, and we couldn't have done the trail without them. Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. and especially in Southern California on the PCT, the water caches, and I mean, say what you will, they carrying forty miles of water versus eight. Come on. Oh no, D has got the white noise that now now we're gonna have to put the kibosh down yeah. on D
2: So you know, we apologize for our listening audience. We're trying to uh, squash the sound effects a little bit. Yeah. But
1: Mr. De Lorenzo here came was... equipped with his own sound effects
0: tonight. I watch know. out, watch out, Lawton. Yeah, I watch know, out. I know. We had we had some complaints about I got this. Wolves. And that no, 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 dude. No. A Okay. So what we're not you're not gonna hear that on this week's trail show. Okay? You're not going to hear I any I think we
3: should set up a sound effects jar. It's kind of like a swear jar.
2: Good, C- Because POD and I, we don't need the sound effects. No. We, we just...
3: That's right. Hey, just the sound I gotta, hey man, I got, I got
1: my own crickets. Watch out. Yeah. Just
0: watch out. <laughs> I got to run something by you guys. I, I just heard this new saying this week at work. A guy said it during our Monday morning meeting. I want to know if anyone else has heard this. He said, somebody said something about wishing he could have something and and my my colleague's reply was well you can poop in one hand and wish in the other and see which one gets filled up first <laughs> have you guys ever heard this i have not further... actually i have i forget where
1: <laughs> well I, I... did your uncle jack tell you that one
2: <laughs> <laughs> actually he said <laughs> uncle jack stories that that's for another
0: time <laughs>
1: uncle, uncle jack's not a trail angel so we can talk about him
0: hey dude can you can you get me one of those australias I need a new beer. He, what are they he called? He's in
1: Australia. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. Estrella.
3: That's the problem is that he kept trying to put an L in it when we were in Spain, and he would call it an Australia, and it sounded like he was saying Australia. No, no,
0: no. Oh, that's a San Miguel. Come on, man. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Max is our, uh, unfortunately, the cooler's facing Max tonight, so he's our, our dedicated beer jockey.
3: He always is, because he sits by that window.
0: Yeah, that's true. A closed window that's dripping with our sweat. Yeah, by the way, I'm looking at all you guys' faces and we're all like beating up sweat a little bit. <laughs> it's
3: starting, hey, it's starting it's, to it's, smell it's, like it's starting to smell like armpits. It's gonna be much
1: cooler in here in September. It, it's me. like wow.
0: it's like Finnish style sauna in here right now, man. <laughs> Speaking of, we we actually got to experience the sauna, the, the Finnish sauna in Germany. Crazy. That'd be a German sauna then. No, it was no, a Finnish. Sauna. It was imported from Finland. And that was pretty cool. I dug that. I, I've never really done the whole sauna thing. And uh, anyway, yeah, it was good stuff. Okay, back on track. Where the,
1: where the heck? What the heck are uh, we, we doing? We've been here? on number six here, the round right. table, shooting the breeze. Well, uh, are we gonna
2: have time. the uh, our special correspondent?
1: Yes, actually,
0: I'm glad you brought that up. We've got an embedded reporter, which we'll probably listen to before we go to break. Yeah, you want it? You want to b- hold that until then? I
1: don't know. We no, can I said, no before we go to. Dude,
0: break, we can we make our own rules on this show, man. Yeah. Why don't oh, we hear it from are, our special embedded no, reporter?
1: I have a whole long like <laughs> page sheet of the rules. I don't. No, I don't
0: you, make our own rules. Here we making our rules. So hold hey. on a
1: second, man! Wait a minute, what are you talking about?
0: Hey, I got an idea. Yeah, I got some ice. There. Why don't we go to? Scott Harriet's tales from the trail. Let's go to Squat. See what he's up to on the AT.
4: And this is Squatch with another scintillating report from uh, the AT this year. Shooting my uh, follow-up film. It's flip flop, flip, and available at squatchfilms.com.
0: I love how he plugs um, the website. It's
4: been a, about a week and a half, two weeks, hiking in the Shennis which is a term I really hate when people say the Shennies. I love the Shennies. Short for the Shenandoah National Park. Shenneys, terrible word. sounds like a horrible band it came into the third or fourth wave of the British invasion. Stop saying Shennies. I love the <laughs> So anyway, my ride to getting to the Shennies, it's hard not to say, oh. uh, was to uh, that pretty eventful. So um, uh, get, I get a ride out of a, this town called Newmarket, which is just a horrible name for a town. So I found a ride, and a local had told me, yeah, that first range of mountains, that's where the AT is, so I found ride, get there. We crest the ridge, get down. Hey, there's a parking lot with a hiker symbol. I get out of the car, say thanks, and it's not the AT. <laughs> Turns out that's 20 miles further east on oh. the next ridge. So I flag down a dude and tell him I'm an idiot, and he apparently believes me. And he's with his kid. And they went fishing that morning, and he says, yeah, I can get you there, but i got to get my kid to a, a Little League game. So we're, like, flying down the road. He's, like, lighting cigarette after cigarette, ignoring any and all speed limits. We finally get the kid to the game. We drive away from there. He's not going to take me up to the trail. But then we get a call from the ex-wife and the kid's mom saying, you dropped him off at the wrong ball field. And I'm now I've got <laughs> of this horrible custody hearing where he's saying, well, your honor, there was this stinky bomb I gave her right. And uh, his stench helped me not think clearly. So anyway, we go back, get the kid, take him to the right ball field. Trying like an hour and a half, two hours later, I get dropped off. <laughs> gap. I'm going to cut the Shenandoah National Park thing into two bits. So like within a half hour, I see a, a bear, a mama bear and two cubs. Oh, nice. Oh the shennies. Oh, yeah. so anyway, it's great. The shennies were really relatively to be flat, lush. deer weren't skittish that made it much, much easier to uh, anesthetize them and put them into funny positions on the trail. <laughs> what? But um, had a nice time. It was really a great place in there called the Blackburn AT Center, which is really awesome. Uh there was like a free spaghetti dinner, mandolins and, and guitars and Thai strippers. That was a little unexpected, but pretty cool. Um, what else on this trip? It was good. Uh, hiked with a young lady named Passionflower. I had not hiked with anybody, so I could venture to go south and we had a great time. It was really cool. And uh, blah, 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 good number of notes here. Blah, blah, blah. yeah, I found that the Shenny relatively oh, relatively uh, flat enjoyable. Uh, I'll, uh, I think this is about it. I'm going to run out of time on your uh, machine, but uh, again, anybody interested in any of my films, you can get them downloaded uh, or uh, DVD, Blu-ray possibilities as well at SquatchFilms.com. Uh, there's the plug, there's a plug in. This is Squatch, sitting in my underwear in Martinsburg, West Virginia, signing off. <laughs> and another great uh, uh, story
0: there from Squatch out on the AT this year, and actually that story came to us before the, the July break, essentially, so it's a bit dated, but we'll be getting another another story from Squatch um, for the I've the never next heard them
1: called the Shennies. I haven't either. I have. That's terrible. You know, it is awful, man. Why don't you just call it the Shenandoah? It's so much- it, Shen- is it I
2: more see- of a 21st century thing? Shenny yes. sounds cool. That's what the kids call it, man. You know the shenny. I don't think it sounds like a British invasion. It sounds like a really alkapop. You know, something that like sorority girl drink. I'm gonna have a shenny, yeah. yeah, with a little umbrella in it and some lemon yeah. powder or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> lemon powder.
1: Don't, don't worry about this. What is that? Is that are those toenails? <laughs> What's going on over there? Oh dear. No. Are you? Oh. oh. oh I can't. Ah! Oh, I can't
0: take her anywhere. I can't ah. take her anywhere. I swear. Is that Your
3: dead
1: skin.
0: My oh. feet are
3: peeling <laughs> from the hiking.
0: I'm really enjoying the beer. Hey, let's check in on the beer real quick. What do you guys think? I I've had um both the I I San like Miguel. these Australian beers. Oh yeah, you're <laughs> into that, huh? Yeah. San Miguel? Ow. <laughs> uh yeah, it's a Filipino beer, man. Get into it. San Miguel. San Miguel. Estrella Dam. You know, I like it's a good you know, a very nice summer beer. It's yeah, hot. exactly. You no, know,
2: this is what you did. You recreated Spain in here. It's hot. It's humid. Exactly. And this beer is <laughs> ice
0: cold. The beer is
2: ice this cold. This beer is just great for this hot,
0: humid, stinky room.
3: Now we just need uh, about 10 loaves of white French bread and 20 pounds of cured meat.
0: Are you talking about the five food groups of the Northern Spaniard?
3: Why don't you tell us about the five food groups? All right. Groups? This
0: is a good segue. Let's let's get into to Spain and our, our, our hike on the GR11 and... and the crazy thing those those folks over there do. Just,
1: before before you do that.
0: Yeah, what do you got?
1: I just don't think that corresponds to our schedule. <laughs> oh, here we go, man. What,
0: dude? You've been you've been working in corporate America way too long, bro. No,
1: man. I roll into my basement. And I'm presented with this two page schedule. Dude, what and about then dude who presents me with the two page schedule? Just starts talking random stuff and doesn't follow his two page. What schedule. about this deal? I and I.
0: Yeah, what about that deal? I, w- I want that d to show up for the trail show. What's up?
1: Aren't we supposed to be on number six now?
2: No, no. We're, we're in just... four. We're in 4C. Where so, are you?
3: Oh.
1: And a full review of the GR11. Well, we haven't even made it to the beer of the week. We Wait, just. Oh, discussed we already it.
3: did, but dude, we just. Dis- he just said, but. You, but, you know but, what? D-Lo. But, 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 d but, 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 You need to put your your uh, smartphone down and actually pay attention yeah That's man I, I'm, in, I'm following along our schedule I don't understand why see he's
2: been just, up very yeah. late with Wheelio and his brain's
0: turned to mush yeah, yeah how's that sleep deprivation thing going actually it
1: goes pretty well because
3: uh what's that stain on your crotch <laughs> well, <it's> just, uh, <laughs> it's just hey,
0: hey, let's keep this PG Yeah, l- let's go back to 4C. Let's talk about the GR11. Here. Okay. And it's okay. four food groups or whatever the hell. Okay, heck it so is. on July 3rd, me and the P.O. Dizzle flew over to, to Spain to hike the GR11. And essentially, Southern Europe, they give a li- <laughs> You're right over there, man. Uh, do you need a wet wipe or something? A paper towel? No? Wow, that. Yo know, the mics pick up everything now man. I, I oh, By the way, uh, sorry about the volume issue on last week's show. This year we're we're really cranking. Go for it. Good grief, man. So <laughs> Would somebody get a freaking bell for him or something? So GR11 white bread, meat. Okay. Okay. Hiking. So the GR-11 is a 500-mile trail from the Mediterranean Sea to the Atlantic. Nice Australia. And me and POD had about three weeks we could devote to it. We knew we wouldn't hike the whole thing, but we thought we would hike as much as we could. So we started at the Mediterranean at a place called Cap de Creus, and we hiked to a town called La Gengeta. And I am here to say, I wish I had the timpani, the drum roll here, that the GR-11 is...
3: Underwhelming.
0: The worst long distance trail I have ever set foot oh, on. Come
1: on, I bet you there's much worse. No, dude. It now, is the about, worst. How about the American Discovery Trail? Yeah, but, but he's. Uh, never, I that he set it. foot on. All right, yeah, that's he okay. set foot on. Okay, sure. It is. I so, haven't set foot on either of these trails, but I would wager money.
0: So I, I can I can sum American it up Discovery with this. Discovery
1: Trail through Kansas is probably worse than the GR11. I
2: bet it'd be fun to bike,
0: though. Every, everybody asks us. Oh, you're going hiking in Spain are you going you're going to do the Camino de Santiago and my reply was, "Well, the Camino de Santiago is a roadwalk. we wanted to spend more time in the mountains, so we're going to do the g r eleven the g r eleven runs parallel to the Camino, but it stays higher up however, 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 the g r eleven for the most part is also a roadwalk yeah, yeah, and that gets into the bigger issue of Pod and I buying the guidebook for the GR11, but not really even cracking a single page before we showed up in Barcelona.
3: <laughs> Too busy
0: to hike the trail. If we had only read, like, say, five to ten pages of the guidebook, we would have known that this thing they call pistas, which is just a fancy French word for dirt no, road. It's
3: Spanish, not French.
0: I don't know. I think it. I think it is French. You're in Spain, dude. Yeah, but the GR10's in France. It's just on the other side of the border. I thought it was a French word. Okay, well,
3: I actually speak Spanish, and "pista" is a Spanish word.
0: Couldn't it be a French word, too, though? They're both a Romance language. Come on.
3: That means like a dirt road.
0: Yeah, it's it's a fancy word for dirt road. I just had a
2: revelation off pista, P-I-S-T-E. Yep. Which is French. Yep.
0: from skiing. Bam D O D Face
3: Face no, no. BAM Okay, so calm down because he just said <laughs> No no no. It just Bam! Bam! Com- calm down.
1: It's a, this is a small room, it's very hot in here, you don't need to get excited. Okay. No, so. it just you know, so
2: when you go off piece skiing, <laughs> yes, it means off road, off into the backcountry. Okay, so yeah.
3: piste is P I S T E in French. French this which means, means that pista. pista is Spanish. As I had originally
0: said. Off. No, it was uh, just Off. revelation. Oh, wow. You know what? They're probably related because they're both from. Obviously, Latin they're dirt.
3: related, but the word pista is Spanish. It's oh, not Okay,
0: French. forget about it. So Forget about it. Pista means dirt road. That's all you need to know. And the GR11, the bulk of it's on pistas. Uh, a good portion of it's actually on <coughs> paved roads. And every once in a while, there's a little bit of single track they throw at you, but. It typically goes straight up a hill with no switchbacks, and you're crying the blues. And
3: then straight down the other side.
0: Anytime we were about to start an uphill, I would say to, to POD, let the suffering begin.
3: But, you know, I got to say.
0: We're talking about 5,000-foot elevation gains every 10 miles. Yeah, I wow. got to say, though. Day after day I kinda, after day.
3: I kind of think that um, that you could have been a little more, uh, you know. Well, look, let's face BC. it. Let's face it. Let's
0: face
1: it. (laughs) Yeah, when did you get so soft? A 5,000 foot vertical gain? Come on, step up.
0: Going to hike in Spain in July is like going to hike in Siberia in January. It's the worst month to go hiking in Spain. We it's had that great photo of that valley though.
1: I would have thought that oh, okay. somebody who was I'm planning glad, a trip you to that Spain up. in the summer would have, you know, kind of Yeah,
3: we didn't do any planning. Done, done some
0: research? Yeah. Checks, like the average okay.
3: temperatures. Dude, for, like,
0: we we we've gotten Spain. way too lazy with trip planning. And right. I don't know if well, it's
3: Well, I I would I would not agree with that statement i wouldn't say no that we, we wing were,
0: it we wing everything can I, we can suck I,
3: can i finish can i talk can, can i talk can i
0: talk all right ross Perot, go
3: i don't think that we're lazy i think the issue was of time it's not like we were sitting around like doing nothing we're like yeah screw it I'm not gonna do any planning i'd rather just like sit no. here and watch movies smoke some cigarettes exactly she it's, that, it's that we were both so incredibly busy now
0: i i'm gonna something. have to disagree that might have no. been the case for you, but there was many <laughs> nights at the bed that I read books and magazines okay, when yeah. I could have been looking at the GR11 guidebook, which was right beside my head.
3: I didn't spend a single night before we left reading books or magazines. All I was right. only doing graduate work.
0: Well, I, I'll speak for myself then. Mags and D'Lo, I'm, I'm a, I've become the worst like the lamest trip planner slacker that you you've ever met i've gotten way too confident that i can just show up at a place put my backpack on and roll that's how we did our entire tahoe rim trail hike. here's
1: what you could do that this weekend show up here 7 30 in the morning we'll Saturday, have the maps backpack. well
0: i'll drive I'll drive. The
1: homie's driving. I'll have the permit. You just need... The question is... Just...
2: And I'll have
0: a cool... You know, a, some beer in the cooler. But guys, I want to go, but there's there's a problem. Bring,
2: bring Gimpy along.
0: He can't He old. can't do it. He can do he can like do five that. miles a day. <laughs> and, and not over so cross-country this is a, terrain. this is
1: a call to all of our listeners. If anyone happens to be in Denver this coming weekend this isn't and is be available this for dog sitting, What? please... Look up Lawton Grinter.
3: Please
0: email and
1: let him know that you would love to dog. Please sit email pod
0: the at pod at com.
3: I will be in Michigan, so this is on you.
0: Oh. Please Help. email disco at disco at thetrailshow.com. Help disco backpack this weekend.
2: In so. Indian Peaks Wilderness, Content to Levi,
0: beautiful. And you got to be a responsible oh, and, and, dog. Sitter. And
1: And the kicker Saturday night. Yeah? Meteor shower.
0: Oh, in the back country. (laughs) Are you
1: serious? Yeah. Get some sound effects for that. Meteor shower, Saturday night. That's worth the sound effects. The Perseid? (laughs) Is it the Perseid? I forget which one. It it is the Perseid. I'm I'm, I'm just... You know how I couldn't say perpetuity? I'm not sure if I'm saying Perseid right. Do you know what time that the... the, Yeah.
0: What is it like a 2 to 4 a.m. meteor shower kind of thing? Is that... I think it's roughly
2: 11 o'clock in...
0: I think, right, I think when
1: the sun goes down, the meteors come out. Hmm. <laughs> Is that P- how it works?
0: P.O.D., did you?
1: <laughs> wow. Lo another...
2: got his astronomy degree from a matchbook, Another apparently. bumper sticker. It's I... heavy. That's when heavy, man. That's heavy. Out. That's
1: some knowledge right there. When the sun goes down, oh, man. the meteors come out. All right. But... So
2: coming back to the GR11, yeah. What, what's the overall
0: summary here? Okay. Let me just talk about. <laughs> <laughs> let me talk about a few observations from the GR11. So he has a note, so you know it's. I got big. a couple notes here that I took while on trail about some odd things I observed in Spain on the GR11. So Spanish men don't wear hats.
3: <laughs> this is true.
0: We're, we're talking 95 degrees, full sun, bald head, receding hairlines. <laughs> Pod and are hiking with our mylar umbrellas. And there's dudes like no hats that are laughing at us blatantly and openly because we have our silly little American umbrellas and they got no hats on no sunscreen no nothing. It, I'm They're telling just you. Burning the dome, man. Burning the dome. They don't care. They they wear melanoma is very fetching apparently. <laughs> they, wear, so. they wear no hats. Why? Do you guys wear hats when you hike? Oh, dude. I mean. Yeah. Uh, Dilo?
3: Yeah, like you you usually wear the the roster rag, right? I got all sorts of hats. Man. Yeah, I got Spanish. Make... Every single one I mean, makes him look like a homeless person. The roster rag.
1: <laughs>
0: the I mean, <laughs> you, you've seen my hat of choice. <laughs> what know. does that
3: mean?
2: <laughs> uh, it's something. Some no, kind of he wears the visor <laughs> With the Oh yeah, bandana. yeah, it is the yeah. go lit visor. So I
1: got a straw hat. I got a floppy brim, wide brimmed hat. I got but visors. the D-Lo hat
2: is a visor. The Mags hats, the surplus boonie hat.
0: All right, so Europeans. No hats. No hats. Afraid to camp.
2: i've heard that
0: dude this trail it's a 500 mile trail and i'm i kid you not you can sleep under a roof every single night on the trail if you want to if you choose to we chose not to we actually camped we were on the trail 19 days and we camped all but two nights and people thought we were
3: crazy I'll,
0: i'll tell you what they thought they thought we were Dr. Space mom They thought we were from another planet. Like, I kid you not.
3: I had several... People um, were horrified. They were like... T- Spanish men, very concerned about me. About her welfare. Because I was camping, and like, did I know where I was going? And, you know, they'd get very upset. And I was like, we have a tent. It's okay. And they, I they thought I was before. leading her to her demise. <laughs> In,
2: In t- this t- vast t- wilderness, apparently.
0: Yeah, we're, we're talking about... Camping in the and woods. The
3: interesting thing is that, like, they don't camp, but if you look at their packs, I'm like, okay, if you're not carrying a tent and a full size pillow, what is in that enormous pack? Oh, uh,
0: they're they're 1990s Appalachian Trail style backpacks. That's that's what Europeans are rolling with. So, let full leather boots as well. And full leather boots, no tennis shoes at all. Matter of fact, people looked at us in Just horror.
4: One,
1: Go. One, one minor thing to say. Sure. Nobody hikes in tennis shoes.
4: <laughs>
1: no one really hikes. No, no, in no. Tennis it's, it's, shoes. it's actually
0: tennis shoes. As you
1: were, as you were. But okay. nobody really hikes in tennis shoes. How about trail runners? That's more appropriate.
0: I, I say sneakers.
1: I had tennis shoes on. You did not have sneakers.
0: So the Europeans looked at us in, in horror with our. Were your shoes trail
1: specifically runners? made for playing the sport of tennis? Yes. No, they weren't.
0: No. It. But <laughs> hers were. mine. I
3: also wore a tennis skirt. So, yeah, one can argue
1: scared, though. Sure, but shoes—your shoes are not made for playing tennis. You have anyway. It doesn't matter. On,
3: Semantics. Moving Semantics.
0: On. Moving on. I
1: just would like people to stop saying tennis shoes when they talk about lightweight hiking. The
0: other thing: Europeans do not drink water out of streams on the GR11. <gasps> and 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 let me tell you, if they had seen what you guys do with water sources. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa! That's this guy. That's not me. I'm not kidding you. They would have. They would have called the police, I don't man. Drink, I don't drink. The so
2: what would they think of cowl. my getup? So check this out: with they, duct tape they, backpacks and uh,
0: no. they. There's all the. There's these fonts in town which are like springs that have a oh, faucet. Awesome. I think it meant Roman New Times or well, sorry, no, 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 Hel, Helvetica. So so the, <laughs> so they'll literally pack out like three to four liters from every font until they can get to the next town with another font. Or they'll pack out water that they purchased in town.
1: Were there no streams between fonts? Oh no,
3: yeah. There oh, there lots. was always streams between oh, okay. fonts. Were there the water
2: cows?
1: There no, were
0: cows, but the oh. water
3: was a lot cleaner than a lot of stuff that I've had, and, and especially
0: trail. that you've had mags, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> Can I say that? Is that one of the ba- no words? bastards? Okay. Okay. Cool. Cow water. So anyway, they were you know camping and drinking water out of streams. that was filtered. Is I mean. We were extreme uh, athletes out there doing that kind of stuff. What else can I tell you about Spain? Oh, the five food groups of the northern Spaniard. And I, and, and, and I, I got to say this. There's a lot of skinny people that live in Spain. There's not much in the way of obese or fat people. And their diet blew my mind. Five food groups. Alcohol, tobacco, coffee, French bread and cured meat, <laughs> I'm, and I'm not exaggerating. That is the go-to of the northern Spanish. You know,
2: it, it sounds like America circa 1950s. Yeah, think of what people had in the 1950s, and you look at the people back then. Yeah, thin. Yeah, so we have to smoke more, drink more <laughs> coffee, yeah.
0: more, more. We need to get back to the <laughs> back to the basics, man. Yeah, the five food groups. Yeah. Coffee, when we didn't have foods, Whole Foods. Tobacco. Coffee. Food, yeah. I, yeah. Let's eat like Northern Spain. What
3: bread. So, I mean.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, we got to talk about when they eat food and this whole siesta thing.
3: Well, okay. I don't, I don't think we need to do a whole Spain bashing thing here. No, no, no. I'm
0: into it, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was like being back in college.
3: Well, <laughs> it was tough. Lunch
0: at, it, lunch at 2 o'clock.
3: Well, but lunch is their big meal of the day. And then they take a siesta. And then dinner. Dinner at like 9 or Dinner 10. between
0: 8 and 10 p.m. And then you go out, and the night starts around midnight. You go to bed about 2. You get up. 2. You got to be at work at about 10. Did you hear that? Work at 10 a.m. Well, when the Germans are bailing out your economy, it's not a bad lifestyle. Oh, no. snap, dude. Why are you hating? Why are you Spain bashing, Spain bashing. You Spain bashing That's what like, I'm like I'm that? Just okay. This will be something unique for... Okay, let's
3: make this the last one. We need to move on.
0: No public laundromats on the trail. They don't do public laundromats in Spain.
1: How does one do their laundry? That's
0: a good question. And we finally found a Canadian that spoke English that we could pose this question to. And he said... um, He had hiked the Camino and it was the same there. You You get a hold of a bathtub in your hotel room. Or a sink in your hotel room. But... If you're not staying in a hotel every night, which P.O.D. and I weren't, then what do you do?
3: Fortunately, I just asked the well. You speak Spanish, and they did our laundry for us. Yeah, so, is, is
1: the word lavanderia uh, in España? Yes. Yeah. What? Donde that, esta I, I, that wasn't a convincing yes.
3: La well, próxima
1: lavanderia. Yeah. Yeah, and and that wouldn't that didn't work.
3: There isn't one. Oh, okay. So there's just I, not. I just asked yeah. the, like we stayed in a hostel one night and then it's a little tiny hotel type thing the night, another night. And I just asked the owner straight up like, can so I do I just, my laundry yeah. here? And they said, no, no, no. We'll do it for you. So
1: But there is there are no public laundry No, because people have not on the trail. own. Yeah. Yeah,
3: no. Maybe no. in the larger cities there could be some, but in the those little. Yeah, in towns, Barcelona, but on yeah.
1: trail towns, no way. Yeah. So, this brings to mind, I did laundry on a little kind of hike in Peru where Mm -hmm. I spent the night in a town. And they didn't really have a bathroom that I could do my laundry in. Yeah. But they did have a hot spring. And I went to the hot spring. And I did my laundry there the next day with everybody else in town who was doing their laundry there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's funny you mention that. We did our laundry one day at a cold spring Mm -hmm. in a town in Spain. And I just used a... um, one of the big OP sacks, and a couple drop, drops of uh, Dr. Bronner's in there, a couple of clothes items, shake it up, rinse, shake, rinse, repeat, blah, 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 hang dry, done. Although it takes like six hours for the whole process. It's not super efficient, but when you got no public laundry services, what are you going to do as a thru-hiker? You do what you have to you do. You do what you got to do. All right, we'll, we'll finish this discussion. I do want to mention one thing, the Spanish Post. we got to talk about that in our box.
3: So to talk about the Spanish post office experience, we sent a box ahead with some things we thought we wouldn't be able to check.
0: What a disaster. Three
3: weeks ahead to my friend's house in Spain, and then he got a notice from the customs. customs saying, we have this box, and you need to declare what's inside of it. So he sent me an email. I replied back, here's a list of everything that's in there. He sent that, called them every day, which is like an hour and a half to two-hour experience calling customs in madrid turns out that our box came through the canary islands yes and apparently that's where all the drugs come from <laughs> so they thought we were sending ourselves a big huge box of drugs
0: it, and you would think maybe they would just open the box and look in it but they never opened the freaking box
3: so uh, and, and then
0: <laughs> I, I don't know if he told you this but after he gave them the list of what was in it then they tried to s- To claim he was a um, sports equipment importer.
3: But he was trying to sell equipment. It was like, (laughs) yes, I'm importing two trekking poles and ten tent stakes to sell. And a
0: couple of pocket knives. So,
3: anyway, long story short. uh, (laughs) What the hell? The box didn't make it in time, so we had to improvise, which was fine. And the box arrived to my friend's house about three days after we left to do our hike.
0: Yep. We got the box after the hike was over. So, awesome!
3: moral of the story, don't send stuff to Spain, ever.
0: Ever. All right, people, we're going to go to break now. And uh, we'll be back here shortly with The Trail Show.
1: Coming to you live from Mike DiLorenzo's charming basement... In the historic beer district of Boulder, Colorado, it's The Trail Show.
0: And we're back. Don't forget you can find us at thetrailshow.com, at facebook.com slash Show, and on Twitter at twitter.com slash trailshow. We're coming back in. we got a quick trip report from Mags. You went to Wyoming recently, correct? Yes.
2: I went to my favorite range, the American Rockies, the Wind River Range, a.k.a. the winds. Nice. I, I started from the Elk Park Trailhead out of Pinedale. It was six nights. It was wonderful. It was solo. Two days were off trail. Oh, cool. Uh, Yeah. went to these unnamed lakes at 11,000 some odd feet. huge, again, no names. Um, Knapsack Coal. Yeah. It was just wonderful. Well known on the CDT. Oh, absolutely. It's on the quote unquote unofficial route, but you're right near the divide. It's beautiful. Everyone should do it. I did see two, uh, it's funny you mentioned the CDT, two northbound uh, CDT section hikers around Green Lakes. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: Did you, get a, did you talk to him at all?
2: Briefly. I noticed the lay maps. And that was a giveaway.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, I heard people are actually carrying... I mean, when, I, when we hiked in 06, everybody was carrying lay maps. And I think there's a, an alternative yes. now for Jerry, folks.
1: Jerry somebody?
2: Jerry Brown, Beer Creek Brown. Survey. From the
0: Colorado Trail Foundation.
2: History, well, he's, right? not, or... he's not associated with it directly. Okay. But he did a lot of work. He made the very well-known Colorado Trail Maps. And he also does some, what I understand, very well-done uh continental divide trail maps as well. Oh cool. The only the only thing about those maps though, they're the I, I don't I can't call them the C D T A maps anymore. I guess far US Forest Service maps since they're in charge of the trail. Yeah. But a designated government corridor. No okay. alternate routes. What many people are doing for understanding, they'll take the Jerry Brown uh Bear Creek maps to okay. do most of the trail. Mm-hmm. Then like for areas like the winds and maybe um Anaconda area, etc. In yeah. New Mexico, to take the JLA maps, depending. Okay. The uh, official CDT goes towards um, Big Sandy. It avoids of the Towers and Temple Pass. Yeah. Because it's not horse accessible.
0: Oh, I got you. I got you. But,
2: you know.
3: I have a question about your trip. Yes. If one wanted to view photos, is there, are there photos available somewhere?
0: Uh,
2: you can go to my website at pmags.com. Sweet. You oh, thank got, you.
0: you. You've got the photos up?
2: Other uh, my Flickr site. By the time people hear this podcast, the trip report will be done. All right, man. But it was just, and it kind of goes with what uh, P.O.D. said though. You do this wonderful trip in the most again my favorite place, the American Rockies. Yeah, just so beautiful and just. Oh, uh, just exquisite! Yeah.
1: You're at like a loss of words.
2: Yeah, I am. Man. That's it's just going I mean, Wow!
1: What, I was. Yeah. You know, it was really hard coming back. The beauty wow. is inexpressible. It,
2: no, seriously, it was. It's again my favorite range, and coming back to work,
1: it was just really difficult because it's so beautiful. I, out there. I love
2: the outdoors. I love my fiance, but there's something wonderful about being out there. Yeah, and it almost seems dreamlike. All these different things we've done, including this trip. Go yeah. back to work on Monday. It's like I was at oh dude twelve thousand some odd feet. Try being uh, try, at a glacier.
0: Try being in Europe for a month, getting back home at eight p.m. on a Sunday night, and then being back in your chair at work seven a.m. Monday morning. Bam! Oh yeah, and I find I'm dying, and I find I need dying. these trips because
2: I don't have them. Yeah. Ooh, that yeah. that Italian temper comes out at work.
0: <laughs> That's another story for another yeah. time. <laughs> we won't make you rehash that, Ben. Two words, gugatz. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else from the winds Do you want to?
2: Um, oh, I recommend, of course, we're about less gear, more beer. Yeah. Go to the Wind River Brewing Company in Pinedale. Okay. Excellent beer. They have a porch now. Nice. And it was really great ending the trip, having an amber, sitting on the porch, just looking out where I've been in the distance. Oh, that's cool. And it was really great. And I love driving. I took the back roads through the basin went to Atlantic City. Oh, I,
0: I didn't stop I didn't really stop in there.
2: Neither no. did I, which is okay. why I stopped there on purpose. It reminded me of Jamestown up up near Ward for those of us in Colorado. I think I stopped at the mercantile.
1: I think I had food there. Yeah, it I think reminded I me of there and I think I ate it, there. Did we go in
0: there? I don't think we did.
2: For those who aren't familiar with the Great Divide Basin, to me it's a beautiful area, very desolate but beautiful. And it's a little town called um, Atlantic City. And it's I don't know, maybe a hundred people total, and it has a fire department. It's a small community. With a very well-known restaurant called The Mercantile. Yeah. Much like Jamestown. So, yeah, check it out. And I've taking the back roads. is a great way to go back.
0: You don't want to go to Ward, Colorado, though. Jamestown, Colorado is pretty cool, though. There's there's some crazy people in Ward,
2: man. You don't want to get on up in there. But, I mean, that's another discussion for another show. But, anyway, the winds, absolutely beautiful, and we are done. I strongly suggest the Wind River Brewing Company.
0: All right, sweet. And with that, we'll get right into... My
1: D'Lorenzo's Ask a Hiker. And this month, we have two emails that were sent to Ask a Hiker. And I would just like to encourage our listeners to send their questions to D'Lo
0: at thetrailshow.com.
1: That's right. Send them with a subject line of Ask a Hiker so that I can... Keep them straight from the just amazing amount of fan mail that I get. <laughs> so you got and,
0: a, you got a couple of good ones this month, then, right? I and did really yes. quick. Is, is that,
2: that D Low? Or no, or just no, no, D- no, no, no.
0: It's D L O W at thetrailshow.com. dot com. Very important, that, and that's
1: spelled T H E T R A I L S H O W dot com. You're good with the spelling, dude. Yeah.
0: Did you win any spelling bees back in elementary
1: school? No. <laughs> Sweet. All right, moving on. Moving on. This one here, the first letter, comes from Melissa from Oregon, and she writes, Dearest Delo, a few weeks ago on the trail I wow. found myself approaching a lovely campsite late in the day. And with only thirty more minutes of light I felt compelled to spend the night there. It was nestled in a grove of tall ponderosa pines with soft duff, formed by years of needles underfoot. A creek bubbled nearby, lending wow. a lovely sound to the evening. And a deer meandered to the high grass on the other side of the creek. Robert frickin' Frost, Yeah, exactly. Actually, it's Melissa from Oregon. Uh Anyways, it (laughs) lifted its head and peeked over at me, then went back to eating the grass and loping around. Little did I know this deer would soon become my nemesis. What? Shortly after dinner, the deer walked back and forth in front of my camp, over and over, stopping to look me over, running away when I stood up to shoo it away. I thought little of him until I tried to sleep, and the deer kept creeping closer and closer. I would yell, and he would run away, only to, re- to return a few minutes later to start the process all over again. Oh. A lame deer. The wow. final straw wow. was when the deer tripped over my guy line and brought my tent down in the middle of the night. Oh. I woke up screaming, thinking I was attacked by a much more ferocious animal, only to adjust my eyes a few seconds later, and see the lame deer loping away. So my question for you, Dilo, <laughs> is what do you do when you're in camp plagued by a lame deer? Wow. <laughs> wow. wow, I... You know
2: that that never mind. Robert Frost was like James Fenimore Cooper. Have you guys yeah. never
1: had this experience of being attacked by a lame deer? I've camp? never
3: been attacked by a deer, but who cares if there's
1: a deer in your well, camp? Well, I, I do.
2: Like, I lost like, a shirt to a deer. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like
1: I, Melissa said, the deer yeah. is just like keeps walking around your camp and it ch- knocks it. It trips over one of your your guy lines and just yeah. brings down your tent in the middle of the night. And then yeah. you think you're being attacked by a bear. But then you wake up and look around, and it's just a lame deer. You know? You know it's, like, it's kind of annoying. I have
2: a story about this from my Wind River trip. I'm cowboy camping at yeah. a lake, and I look up at night, and there's uh, an elk actually, a bull elk yeah. snorting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and stamping its feet near you. Yes, maybe fifteen no, feet away. Scary.
1: That's I think
2: not good, I think you know it was kind of in the mood, and I was well, kind of I intruding. I think, that, I
1: think that's different than a lame deer. <laughs> oh my a gosh. Lame, lame deer is kind of harmless, you know. Sex
0: on the trail. So what do you do?
1: What do you do? I mean, I think the first thing you do is when you roll into a campsite and you see a deer already hanging out there, you probably just shouldn't camp there.
3: Especially if like. If I don't you know. It, man. An established well, that, if, if you see a deer and you yell at it and it doesn't run away, probably going to be a problem. Dude, they yeah,
1: want gonna the salt. You. They want yes. The salt. Well, they just want. They're just they're just bothering you. They're just well, a no, nuisance, no 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 you no. Know? They
0: want the freaking salt. So if you're and peeing, as a result, if, you're, if, a if you pee right around your camp, they're going to come like sniff and lick and do that it, thing. They also like. The, the the handles on your trekking poles they're covered yes. cover with your salt. If you're leaving a shirt or any other clothes out to dry from sweat, they're going to go at bags. So what yes. do you I do? So bag? what do you do?
1: Do you move not on. camp there?
3: Do you move on? you don't. In a national
1: park, you don't have that there. option necessarily. What you if you don't there? want to move on? You camp there and you take precautions. Precautions such as you, bring your... you
3: pull out your gun and you shoot it.
1: Well, well bet... see that's what's going to happen mm-hmm. in hunting season to that lame deer. So that lame sure. deer won't be a problem next There's... summer, and it'd be it's really easy. good I... the huckleberry sauce. It's easy, yeah. but but it's not hunting season, and most of us through hikers right. aren't carrying that guns. True, I got...
2: I, I'm not packing heat. Rocks. Personally. I got some Rocks. advice from
0: Melissa. Yeah, and it goes back to my experience in the Shinnies, as Squatch yeah. likes to call it. Shinnies. It's simple. You bring your trail. You bring your hiking poles into your tent. You leave your, all your sweaty clothes in your tent. You do not pee right around your tent. You go off 50 feet or more. The deer has got, there's no salt. There's nothing for it to lick, so it's not going to bother It's not going
1: to stop the deer from loping around your tent tripping over your guy lines in the middle of the night. Cowboy camp. Cowboy camp. Cowboy camp, and then it steps what on if your if it's face.
0: Raining? Yeah, what if it's raining? You know, bro? I
3: think, like, if it's raining and you're absolutely going to camp there, then you're just going to have to embrace the brutality. And, know that and there's a throw. Chance. Whoa! Now, now,
1: what do you think about throwing rocks at deer? Sure. Yeah. To scare them off, yeah, absolutely. No. I would throw them at the deer, but around the deer.
3: I would throw yeah. at the deer, but I have terrible aim, so. And so usually,
1: you know, you want to hit the deer with the rocks so that they feel a little pain.
3: So yeah. Dude, send all
0: hate mail to DLO at thetrailshow.com. No, anti
2: deer hiker. Because that happened to me in Glacier. I'm cooking dinner, you know, have the triangle set up there in Glacier. Mm-hmm. And I look over, I see a deer with something in its mouth. Oh, isn't that cute? Oh, it's my hiking shirt. <laughs> True story. Did you same go after thing you? happened to me. Same and thing uh, to me? I actually threw rocks around and it finally dropped it. Yeah. And there was buttons missing and it was full of deer slobber. Oh, oh. same exact thing and happened. And I, to I had to use a safety pin and <laughs> I had a <laughs> the sure it was <laughs> unbuttoned all the way
0: down <laughs> my chest. Oh dear. I
3: thought that looked awesome.
0: Uh, so, I wish like some a gold chain.
1: Wrapping up. Mags' Italian heritage is showing through his buttonless <laughs> shirt. That's great. Yeah. That's one of the side effects of what happens when a deer eats your shirt. Yeah. Some people, it really works. Some people, like Disco, who has no chest hair, it doesn't work. <laughs> Mags works really well. All right. What about you? I, so? I, I got no chest hair,
0: dude. <laughs> Zero. I got like, I got 12 strands. Yeah,
3: so his Melissa. chest looks like Homer Simpson's head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that, that hurts. Yeah, dude, that was hard. Wow, that, that was hard. Your freaking husband? Though. Your beloved I husband? Got You're dissing husband's
1: him. husband's chest looks hey, like Homer maybe, Simpson's
3: head. Maybe I don't like my husband covered in werewolf <laughs> fur. Okay?
1: Summer sweaters? Exactly. Yeah.
0: Summer sweaters. Hair. It's summer and we're
2: sweating in hair, hair. Maybe, shirts.
3: Maybe I don't like to have to vacuum the bed because of oh all the chest God. hair. That's on both sides.
1: I'll tell you something. It looks a little weird when, like, little Leo is on my chest and he comes up and he's covered in black hairs. So oh, dude! Weird. Oh, Leo. Leo. A little guy. come on, man! Poor little guy. That, you know he doesn't know any better. Come on. Anyways, man. to sum it up, Melissa, what you should do: move on if you can. Because move it if there's on. a lame deer at your camp. They ain't going nowhere, but you can. If you can't. Grab a pile, pile of rocks and, rocks and throw them at that effing deer. But hey. I would say, hey, hit hey. Wait, wait. keep
0: I it said... PG, bro. So did you get any other trail letters? Yes, we
1: year? have one more here. And and the last thing is uh Disco said keep your val- – and Disco and Mags and myself all understand the, v- the value of keeping your sweaty clothes yeah. uh, inside the tent. Inside the tent. And if you need to camp – if you need to cook away from oh. where you're camping – uh Take your sweaty clothes with you. What was that? I don't know. Have... Somebody's bowels. The next question comes from Walking Soul Ja from New York, who writes First of all, Dilo, I just want to say big ups for the trail show and give all praises to the Most High. Ya! Yeah! Rastafari. Then I want to ask you Rastafari. about. Rastafari! Permits? I want yeah. to ask you about permits, Dilo. I know you're a soul rebel yourself. <laughs> so, when your walk takes you into a wilderness area that requires permits, what do you do? Do you say, Burn down Babylon, and I won't let the man bring me down and ignore the regulations? Or do you wise up and walk with the permit to appease the man rebelling in your own way, silently and perhaps mindfully? And meaningfully. I, I'm, oh. I'm doing
0: everything I can not to hit the jaw sound effects right now, but continue. Thank you
1: for your two cents, Selassie. So oh, that was a walking wow. Souljaw from New York, who apparently is a real Rastamon.
3: Nice!
2: Real Rastaman from New York.
3: He's a white guy of dreadlocks. Yeah, and a, tr- and a trust fund. Yeah, trust
1: the far he I bet Betty drives a
2: Volvo.
3: Hey,
1: come on guys, you don't even know who this guy is. Don't give me I a see time.
2: him in his cohorts in Boulder all the time.
3: Well, no, you don't even know who this guy is. Give him why, a break. Come why on, they he about a break. getting the permit. It's like it's free. You just
1: write yes. something in the box. I, I,
0: well, it's I, a I, way for the man to keep track of you.
3: that's
1: what he's asking about. Yeah, but you can just a write muscle. a false
3: name. Well, it sometimes, doesn't matter.
1: Sometimes it's not as easy as just signing up something in a box. Sometimes it's you got to get on the phone, you got to pay money but that's usually
3: just for national parks not for wilderness areas i'm not sure if that's
1: uh well i said wilderness area sure but i think i think the idea is you know anytime the man brings down his wrath upon you on your hike by requiring a permit whether it be a wilderness area national forest national park what have you the zoo anything right yeah what do you do do you, you know, get the permit or do you not get the permit? I say just
3: hmm. suck it up. Because yeah. those parts of the trail are so small compared to the rest of the trail. Where All you right, can... I've
0: got a confession. Since we're, since we're doing confessions. True
2: confessions on the trail show.
0: Pretty much when you get to a wilderness area, there's a lot of them that have these um, permit stations where you have to get a free permit displayed on your pack to hike through a section of wilderness area. And if you do not put the free permit on your pack... A ranger could stop you and fine you anywhere from 100 to 200 bucks. So, okay. So what do you do? You get the free permit. So I would always sign it, Edward Abbey, and under the section of it said, you know, what? What is your destination? I would put none of your damn business. And I would display the free permit on my backpack, and I would put the the um, duplicate slip in the box, and I would I would hike on. So technically, I had the permit on my pack. And if a ranger stopped me, I had something to show that person. But I did it my own way.
1: So I have I have two what do you got, personal dude? experiences to relate to this question. The first is my personal experience when I hiked the Divide Trail through Yellowstone. And I didn't get a permit. And I somehow made it through. And I didn't get into trouble and i just kind of guerrilla camped yeah which guerrilla camping to me is camping where you're not supposed to yeah but, but doing it anyways guerrilla style that's right and i made it through and i was fine but thinking back or if i were to be in that situation again i'd get the permit yeah it, i'd get it, the permit It was super easy to get the permanent Yellowstone.
2: I mean, they were like, oh, you're through hiking? So you know about bears. I mean, it was really less than 15, 20 minutes, no problem.
1: And so just last weekend, interestingly enough, I went on a hike, a little 26-mile, oh, it's two weekends ago, 26-mile loop in the mountains not far from where we live here, not far from the historic beer district. Of Boulder, Boulder, Colorado. Colorado. There we go. Where's James' voiceover when we need it? Uh, Anyways. uh,
0: you need to hear about that?
1: Coming to you live from Mike DiLorenzo's Lorenzo's charming basement in the historic beer district of Boulder, Colorado. It's the Trail Show. Boom. Thanks. Right there. Disco. Yeah, that was good. That was okay, good. cool. I'm good at work for you. Within a mile, a mile from the trailhead. Yeah. Walking down a trail, young man working for the Forest Service, hanging out on the trail. Start to shoot the breeze with him for a second. Yeah. Hey, do you, uh, do, you do you do you have a permit? Why, sure do. <laughs> do you want to see it? Yeah, yeah. Can I see your permit? Yeah. Let me just break it out of my pocket. Sorry I don't have it strapped onto my pack, but when I do that, I tend to lose them. Oh, that's fine. No problem. So I pull the permit out of my pocket, hand it over to the man, who happens to be, you know, like 10 years younger than me. (laughs) And then I say, look, I'm all fair and square. And he's like, that's what I like to see. And I went on my way. Yeah. So I, I think the moral... The, the moral lesson here is, you know, yeah, it might take you like half hour of phone calls to get that permit to go to yeah, Yellowstone yeah. on the CDT. Yep. But it's probably worth it in the end because even if you can't make it or you want to go past that campsite you're supposed to be at, they probably are less – are more likely yes. to forgive that if you have a permit and you can yeah. show that to them than if you don't have the permit. It's the exactly. spirit versus the letter. If you so, have a
2: permit – yeah.
1: They're so walking soldier, are. I would say <clears throat> burn down Babylon and get your permit and rebel in your own way in a mindful and meaningful manner. Yeah.
2: And let's be honest. What's Namaste. people protest the permits.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. They have people protest a $10 fee
2: in New Hampshire at the tent platforms for hmm. like four or five times. You know, they usually spend like 50 bucks in town on beer anyway. Yeah. Exactly.
0: It's true. It's true. So fill out your free permit. Display it on your pack. Write whatever you need to write. And... Then burn down Babylon. And then burn down Babylon. And with that, we're going to go to a quick break.
4: Live from fifty four hundred feet above sea level. It's the trail show. And we're back.
0: Pud had to take a little break there. She made a very emphatic
2: sign about it, which we won't get into, but she had to take a break. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway. Moving on. We'll let you slide on that one. It's Paul Mags Magnanti, veteran journalist with his Trail News. All the news that's fit to read. All it's right. here at Mags. Well, what do you um, got? Well, a few different things. I'll make it quick. Um National
2: Nude Hiking Day didn't happen on National Nude Hiking Day, but it kind of makes you want to be careful if you're hiking out there naked. A 61 year old hiker on July 10th was hiking through Lehigh Township, was what the news said. So in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania on, on the
0: Appalachian Trail, on the
2: Appalachian Trail. So Pen- Lehigh Township around the area and in
4: Pennsylvania,
2: Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, super fun site too in that area. But in any case, July 10th, 61 year old hiker got charged with public nudity. And he was also charged august twenty first twenty ten back in the day did the ins-
0: same same charge
2: same charge uh, defender. yeah, and it, the news report was kind of scanty um you know if you're gonna hike new you know whatever, but try not to do it in a populated area, which on yeah. the a t that means most of it, except for maybe New England, maybe parts of the south. just be careful because yeah. you know nowadays. No political commentary, but can make a major ding on your criminal record, whether you mean anything yeah. malicious or not. Just be careful, use some common sense. I mean, here's a six-year-old guy who probably just wanted to hike naked, and next thing he knows, he's being charged for criminal offenses. So,
1: how how about Cupcake, class of two thousand two? <sighs> oh, yes, who, yeah. Oh, who brought, who brought the TSA to their knees? You know that is a major you that up in in the Portland. Airport, airport. While so, we're talking about hikers without their clothes on.
2: So this a little background here: Cupcake, aka Keystone, aka John Brennan. Keystone? That's his uh, name in different communities as well. Apparently. Oh, okay. Um, in any case, um, he he's a web developer if I remember correctly. And he's flying. Former
0: PCT through hiker.
2: Uh, yeah, and CDT hiker actually he did a good oh, chunk okay. of the CDT as well. And he was flying out of Portland. Made national, international news actually. He's yeah. flying out of the, the Portland airport. And they thought they saw some residue on him, the TSA guards that indicated bombs.
4: Yeah.
2: And he's like, fine. And he took everything off just to show he has nothing to hide. And it, was, it, when you say everything, like. Everything. The felt, full Monty. He, he, yeah. he was naked.
3: Yes. He had Didn't no he still clothes have his
1: socks on? Maybe he had his socks on. Everything
2: else. Head. Everything but the socks, at least. Yeah.
3: For all Business socks.
2: Business time.
1: For all intents and purposes, <laughs> the man was naked.
2: But here, yeah. here's the cool thing, though. Portland uh, recognizes a difference between nudity for public expression – Oregon, I should say, for public expression versus lewd intent. And the court went with that. He was making a First Amendment um, speech, if you will, protesting TSA, and the court upheld it. So he
1: basically got off the hook. (coughs) Excuse me. He was found not guilty of um, public nudity. And, for and lewd intent. For lewd intent. Okay. It was for public expression. However,
2: not Protest. every – You know, yeah. Portland and Oregon in general is a lot more liberal than some other areas. So yeah. if you're going to hike naked, just be mindful, if you will. Meaningful. I mean, but being serious, just a criminal record – for that, for lewd intent would suck. So yeah. keep yeah.
1: a bandana hand.
3: You know, I was actually naked when I met Weather Carrot. Just so
0: it like, <laughs> Oh man, that at, poor at, guy. That hot spring or no, no? Oh no! Just at randomly, an AT shelter.
3: We have oh. uh, some friends. We missed Naked Hiking Day, so we we're just like, let's hike naked right now. Yeah. There were three of us: <laughs> <laughs> two guys and myself. <laughs> and uh, we we're like, yeah, okay. So we just took off our clothes and started h- hiking naked, and then. We got to the shelter, and Weather Carrot was there. And I just, like, walked up to him. and I was like, hey, um, can you tell me where the privy is? And he was like, yeah, it's over there. He was like, looked at his watch, and he was like, I think you uh got the date wrong. Because it wasn't Naked Hiking Day. <laughs> and I said, no. We just felt like it.
1: Recreating Naked Hiking
3: Day. And he was like, all right.
2: And that's what the 16-year-old in
1: Lehigh Township
2: did. And, um...
1: Well, my, my goodness, you guys have inspired me to bike to work naked tomorrow.
2: <laughs> yeah, but when you're... All right, okay. we're coming back to Mag. Because... Coming back. Um, <laughs> on Unless, this is, we're debating whether we should announce this or not, but he is a big uh, yeah. person in the AT community. Dennis Pegg, a.k.a. Desperate, a well-known trail angel. Yep. And we won't go into the... Other stories Sorted
3: behind it of details
2: Because we don't know them ourselves yet Quite yeah. frankly yeah. Um, He was shot And murdered And they convicted the person So mm-hmm. again A well known AT person Trail angel And he was murdered it's, it's sad I met him in
0: 99 I got uh, pizza from him In New Jersey Yeah Most AT hikers In the late 90s To say mid 2000s Knew him uh, well, so he he hasn't been doing trail ma- magic in the past
2: no, couple I years? No, I think or? he didn't get as many Christmas cards from what people have told me. And he was just kind of burnt uh, out in the whole trail angeling thing. Okay. Um, don't know the details, but he was shot and murdered. Those are the facts. So as we find out more on the trail show, we'll tell you uh, as it goes on. On later news, though, again... As we brought up earlier, Segment 12
0: is open. Open and ready for business. Major,
2: major, major kudos to all the volunteers who worked their butts off to get it open. Shows you what yeah. volunteers can do for and, something we all love.
3: And you major know. kudos to Dreamer.
0: Yeah, he, he's the guy who kind of spearheaded oh, yeah. the organization for the volunteers. On yes, that section. Yeah. Uh,
2: major kudos. Again, give him back. There's, we've all benefited from the trail, so if you get a chance, yeah. give a day, a year, just doing trail work. It's yeah. a
1: great way to give back. Everyone can give up a Saturday to do trail work. That's, sure. That's how I honestly and, and if anybody wants to help out, I have some trail work <laughs> opportunities very close to home. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was that, Dilo? I have some trail work opportunities very close to home.
2: And I can, I can give another quick shout-out to the Constant Levi Trail Coalition.
1: Yeah. They're doing yeah. some great work, getting up
2: and running, creating an umbrella organization. Uh, Montana now has the Wilderness Organization as well. It's doing a lot of trail work. It's really interesting how the CDT folks are forming up. VOC is taking a lot of responsibility for trail work here in Colorado. Uh, There's New Mexico Trail Group doing that. So it's becoming less uh, centralized and more decentralized with more... With an umbrella group, kind of what the CDT is in many ways, uh, absolutely. So it kind of fits it. So, again, uh, Constant Divide Trail Coalition, mm-hmm. you get lots of information about other groups as well. There, uh, just continentalvitrail.org. Um, speaking of Continental of uh,
3: unrelated. Okay, me, uh, I have flashbacks to <laughs> being an altar boy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist I'm wait, sorry wait, 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 I felt wait, 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 the
1: need to challenge Disco's sound effects did you? I did okay. I did I'm Did anyone sorry. hear
0: Just hear what Mag said What did you used to do
1: <laughs> Well you know were
0: you, were you actually an altar boy I
2: was I went to Catholic school
0: <laughs>
2: No I, I went to Catholic
3: oh, This I don't is know. all going to have to be edited
0: out <laughs> I, I went to Catholic school for nine years
2: Really? Yeah,
0: K through eighth. And you were an
1: altar boy that entire time?
2: No,
0: from about fifth
2: grade to eighth, ninth grade. Wow. Wait a minute, P O D, wow. you don't
1: think this is relevant to the trail show discussing magic. You don't think this is, in the purview of is the when he was a youngin'?
2: Come on. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, it was a way to get out of school. When he was a youngin. See, let, let's break this down real quick. It, it's it's Tuesday night. It's 11 p.m. And, and normally P.O.D. has been asleep for two and a half hours by this point on a Tuesday <laughs> and, night. And
1: by the way, we would have been done about two hours ago if it wasn't for the plumbing um situation we, that we, we had should, earlier There was a bit of a season. situation here if
0: we didn't mention it.
2: <laughs> I think the plumber wanted to be on the trail show.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> we'd be going to like. I think 3 the plumber wanted to hang out with us and drink beer. Honestly, but uh, <laughs> he
2: was. A, I think he really appreciated how nice we treated him. Yeah, right? you
3: gave him well?
1: pizza. You gave him. You tried to give him beer. He, he didn't want it. the beer. He had too far to drive.
0: Oh, oh, oh wow. Wow. We're getting, moving along. Moving
2: along. Oh, so yeah, <laughs> bringing it back. So anyway. Speaking of the CDT, uh, this elbow pass fire, doesn't it really affect most the, through hikers? In Montana? Yes. Okay, I heard about that. doesn't affect most through hikers. probably affects a lot of section hikers, which is a lot more of on the CDT. Sure. Um, per the Forest Service, mo- skip the scapegoat wilderness Yeah. is what they're saying between Rogers Pass and Benchmark. Um,
1: maybe you can find the fine detail as you get closer, but... Yeah. I bet you there's some roads that you could use to walk around the fire.
2: That's what they're recommending, actually. Logging roads and... Paved, paved roads. roads. Paved roads. Dirt <laughs> roads.
1: But, you know, it shows why a... Four-wheel drive roads. Two-wheel roads.
0: roads. Green roads. We've got roads.
1: Double road. track. I bet
0: you there's some double track up there, too. <laughs> you got off-roads. you got four-wheel drive roads. We got- get off-track, which we're doing a lot right now, but in any case...
3: I need to bring a whip.
0: No, no, no. You just need this. Bringing it back. Bringing it back.
2: But you know It really shows the CDT, though. pure, quote-unquote, through-hike of the CDT.
0: Dude, that was a nice sewing machine. I didn't know you had a sewing machine. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry.
2: Anyway, pure through-hike of the CDT shows you why it's really difficult to do, quote-unquote. But in lighter news, you know what August 14th is? August
1: fourteenth. I I do. I know exactly. But that's what no, I told you in a week. It's the seventy fifth anniversary. Oh dear God! Uh, so I can do the mic. What my the hell friends. was that noise, so everybody? everybody this just... is
2: important. August fourteenth, yeah, nineteen thirty seven. The Appalachian Trail was completed officially behind the saddle Saddleback Mountain in Maine. A oh, nice. sugarloaf rather, and. The 75th anniversary of it, and there's going to be celebrations on Saturday, August 18th. Apparently, go to matc.org, okay, mainappalachiantrailclub.org. Yep, matc.org. 75th anniversary of arguably the granddaddy of all the long distance hiking trails. I would argue against that, but continue.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Send all hate mail to disco at the trail. trail.
2: Well, I mean, granddaddy, it's the, yeah. fir- the long high, trail
0: came first, but the
2: Appalachian Trails were right. inspired. Right. Um, it was my first long trail. Same here. As far as multi-month. But finally, the last news item, and this isn't related to the trail. It's related to the trail show. An yeah. Interesting news article. Craft bears are up
0: 14%. Whoa! Wait, wait, wait. wait. Is it sales or, or production? S- sales or and production. Okay. And
2: this is a 125-year high of breweries in the United States. Actually I, I did that. see that. Yeah. Eighteen ninety was the previous high point. Yep. And of course Prohibition ruined it, of course. Yep. And then all the like the Budweiser, so but then it's coming back. Hundred twenty five year high, fourteen percent growth.
0: It is a good time to drink good beer. Yeah, and, and and this will be the last trail show that we uh review a non Colorado brew, but
1: I kinda enjoyed
0: the, the cold beers tonight. Because I like the
1: Australian better than the It's Senate. so freaking hot down
0: here in Delo's basement. You kind of need a nice cold beer to keep it all cool. You know what you know? I
3: enjoy every time we get together is the... <laughs> The way that uh, Mag's speech degrades <laughs> <of course>. <laughs> over <laughs> the, the course the of two words. hours of
0: drinking beer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> What's not degrades? It's more the New England accent comes out, I think. Yeah. You know,
0: if you guys remember, at the end of the first show, show we heard Mag say something like this.
2: Drinking a lita of soda.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if you did, if you didn't hear that, it's lita of soda. So if you're from New England, sometimes you, you lose the R's and add R's. Where they and, don't really... and Disco Ooh, lived in Newport, so, so I did. And and I, I, dude, it's pretty late to be drinking that on a weeknight, I a bro. That. I ain't driving nowhere. I
3: am, but I had coffee, so
1: all I got to do is get up and change some diapers.
0: Yeah, how's that? How's that work for you? every two hours? Or I
1: actually, I don't really get up in the middle of the night to change diapers because I got to go to work the next day to bring home the bacon. Wow,
0: so you're like the Godfather here, and uh,
1: we got very defined roles. The beer district, defined
0: roles in this wow. relationship. You're,
2: you're like out of Mad Men or something. Yeah, right exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's Trail name Not going to go there. Some tragedy, yeah. some love,
1: and some beer. All right, we okay. got one more segment to get through in this. Well, actually, let me let me double God check. Godforsaken Trail Show episode.
0: <laughs> trail name of the week. Do you have anything for us this month?
3: I
1: think Trail Soulja. Trail. <laughs> no, it <laughs> was Walking Soulja. Yeah.
3: Walking Soulja. S
1: O U L J A H. Hands down,
0: that is a fabulous trail name. It Walking really Souljah.
3: Like what it. about
0: Soul I and
1: I? Soul Rebel.
3: Mm, yeah, over. that's pretty good too. Yeah. It's kind of it's yeah. like yeah. hey,
2: remember our first show. I was, know. I know. It,
1: no. Yeah, right. it's
0: it's over overplayed, right? No, I don't. I haven't heard Soul Rebel is a trail name. Come on. I mean, you hear Highlander, you hear the the Frodo and all that crap, but Soul Rebel? No, hmm. never. Dila? No, it... I've never met any Soul Rebels in my days. I like it. I you mean, know,
2: it. It. I haven't heard it either, but it sounds like something that shouldn't be used.
0: No, I, I concur. I mean, there's a lot that shouldn't be used that are, but what? Are, what are you going to do? I mean, sure.
3: maybe Soulja's a pretty cool guy. You know? Yeah. Well, he sounds
1: like a cool guy. Yeah. I thought so.
0: He's uh, got he's got
1: the he's got jaw on his side. He was very concerned about whether he should get or not get a permit. You know, he
3: sounds
2: like a trust I'm sorry. No, he's That's a trust you're, you're just bitter. you just no. Bitter. I'm
1: not bitter.
3: Right? Ooh, ooh. Now we got the two Italians that've been drinking and are arguing. <laughs> All right, let's cars. let's move. All on, right, people.
1: trail weather. Trail name of the week. I don't know what's next. All one? right, let's. What's see. next on our Itinerary. How about some trail weather? We have trail weather with a veteran meteorologist, Lawton Grinter, a.k.a. Discoid. Thank you, Dilo. I appreciate that intro. That was very no sexy. Problem. We got some
0: Triple Crown trail weather this week. We're looking at Killington, Vermont. We got, it's, it's, it's bacon down there, folks, or up there, I should say. Highs in the 80s. Chances of thunderstorms for the rest of the week, lows in the 50s. That's what, not, too, the, bad. Uh, That's not disco, too bad. Disco, what's
1: the chance of thunderstorms? Showers in Killington on Thursday night. Actually,
0: Thursday night, you're looking at 50% or more heading into the weekend. How about Friday? They're going to get hammered.
1: 60%, 60%, then 70% So
0: basically,
3: it's as humid there as it is in this room right now. Pretty
1: much. And would you say that it's going to rain on the AT in Killington on Saturday? All right. Moving on to Lander, Wyoming. Continental Divide Trail. Will it rain
0: on the AT? Why did my question not (laughs) get answered? Well... (laughs) That's kind of a redundant question. Will it rain on the AT? What? On of Saturday. Course, of course on it Saturday. Will. Every on day. On Saturday. Always. Not every day. Come on.
3: Somewhere it's raining on Saturday. Yeah,
1: yeah, but my question was specific to Killington, Vermont. Somewhere it's raining on Saturday.
0: 70% yeah. chance, my friend. Get I into that, it.
1: I think you should have said yes.
0: Lander, Land Wyoming. We're looking at 90s <laughs> all week. They're baking in Lander right now. Going through the basins going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a little hot. Oh. And moving on to Sisters, Oregon. You got 80s in the in sister's Oregon area for the entire week. You're looking at lows in the 40s.
2: That is that's prime time
0: it, it micro weather right now. It is not there.
1: humid? Yeah.
2: It could be a little cooler
1: during the day, but perfect at night. Think about that temperature swing over the course of the day. A 40 degree temperature swing. High of 85, a low of 45. That's dramatic. But that's, that's very wonderful dramatic. sleeping weather.
0: All right. I got no more for Triple Crown trail, trail weather. You guys you guys just tore me apart there. No, we, we... Next time, you won't get a copy of the, the weather report. <laughs> I'm the only person that's got a copy of it. and hey, you can't chime in. We have smartphones. We know how to use them. Damn it. All right. We want to thanks everybody for tuning in today. You can find us at thetrailshow.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash thetrailshow, and on twitter.com at trailshow. We'll be back next month with more fun and thrills. For Felicia Hermosillo, Mike DiLorenzo, and Paul Magnanti, I'm Lawton Grinner. See you next month. Ciao. What's the trail show? Hey, it's the
1: man. trail show? Yeah. It's the trail show. Right. Yeah, it's the trail show.
0: What do you say there, boy? What's the
1: trail show? Come on, on now. What's the trail show? Who's that? Is this the trail show? You said it man. They ride right, it's the trail show. It's the trail show. Hey, uh, it's the trail show. It's the trail show. We'll take some pictures of the trail show. The trail show. Post them on the Twitter. The trail show. Get on that twitter. Nobody hikes in tennis shoes.